Welcome to Bloody Mary, a podcast about horror movies, feminism, and sexuality. I'm your host, Chicago comic Kristen Lighty, and I apologize for it being a while since the last episode, but I had hip replacement surgery. <laughs> Yay. Yay! Yeah, so I was just like real quick learning how to walk again. No big deal. And, uh, <laughs> I'm very excited to be back, and we have a couple live dates in April. If you're around Milwaukee on Friday the 13th, of April, uh, there's Friday the 13th Fest at Frank's Power Plant, which I will be hosting a night of burlesque and horror-themed punk bands and some horror movies and some horror trivia. That's going to be a blast for horror fans. And then the next day, I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana, hosting a live episode of Bloody Mary at the Mommy, Mary, and Joseph Comedy Festival. Uh, There'll be more about that on the website that you can check out and now back to our actual podcast Uh, yeah and today we have with us carly ballerini hello hey hi carly is a chicago comedian and storyteller and one of my favorites i'm shocked i haven't had you on this sooner Uh, carly why don't you tell the people a little bit about who you are what you do i am a chicago comedian and storyteller (laughs) um i uh yes i the only thing I'm really doing right now is just kind of bopping around and like, I'm I'm went rogue. I'm not like really doing a lot <laughs> of like producing. I still do. I still produce Ladylike. Oh, great show! If you're in Chicago, check it out. Once a month show at Cafe Mustache, all about ladies telling stories about gross things. That was good. I should make you do this for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a really terrible website. Um, that's pretty new. It's great. Thank you so much. Um, I like like messed with it. <laughs> it's rough, but it's gonna it's getting. But I'm learning Wix. <laughs> if you want to know what's happening, I'm learning Wix. Good. Um, yeah, I'm learning Wix. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on in my career. Yeah, Carly and I just co-headlined in Detroit in January. It was kind of the send-off before the surgery, and it was very fun. And oh, found, that was so fun. Yeah, we found out we're compatible tour partners. Yes, that was very fun. And there was, like, a night where you got so... Is this okay if I say this? <laughs> People know I'm okay. drunk. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> like, um, so I found out that Kristen is a delightful drunk who... <laughs> When you get, like, a little blackout, and I know that you were blackout just because of the next day, I was like, do you remember? And you were like, no. No, no recollection. Um, but you got, you got like, real drunk. And just at some point in the middle of, like, the car, we were, like, riding home or something, you were just like, you know what? You know what? Fuck men. And you, you like, did, like, the low voice. It was so funny. You went on, like, a 20-minute rant that was, like, um, it was intense, but it was also like really well worded and you just did like, it was, it was great. I did it was, a tight 20, 20 in your car. Uh, you did like a tight 20. <laughs> um, I loved it. I'm sorry. No, it was um, great. Um, I'm 40 days sober today. Just. <laughs> oh, really? Well, we can't hang out because <laughs> I like the other one. I like the one where you're. Oh, she'll make guest appearances. <laughs> Um, congratulations, though. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I try to balance it out. Yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going up to Green Bay this weekend, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> you can kiss that. <laughs> that streak goodbye. You know, I feel like anytime I cross the state line, there's just a beer in one hand and a broad in the other. That and is, I'm like, that where is true. Where did it even come from? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, 
even that's like f- farther up than me but like i um i grew up you know near lake geneva so that's right. yeah that's right it was like more like it's weird because like d- down there it's like more i feel like drywallers and meth a little mm-hmm. like it, like it's a little bit more that I was surprised to see how big heroin has gotten in northern, like, northeast Wisconsin. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Surprising. I think, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. What? I was just thinking about that bit that Carly does. Carly has a bit where she uh, comes out, or rather her grandmother catches her being yeah. bisexual. <laughs> being. And- <laughs> In the act, rather, <laughs> and decides to send her to where the other gays are, and sends her to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, because um, because I was like, I was she caught me, um, you know, being gay with like a um a a lady from Wisconsin. So she was just like, Madio, there? And so she just like sent me over there, which is ridiculous. But yeah, that that is right. <laughs> that is right. She was just like, here you go. <laughs> Oh, Remember man. the first time I heard you tell that joke, I laughed so hard, and I was like, your grandma's never been to Wisconsin. <laughs> no, she's never been to Wisconsin. <laughs> um, God, when I got there, they were just like, what is happening? It was all I, rainbow flags. Yeah, and- <laughs> no, because I was like, I was very like, I listened to only Anita Franco. Like, I was like horrible. I was like one of those people, and, <laughs> and I got there, and everybody was like, everyone has the same last name in this town, so like, I don't even know what you're doing. I don't know what you are. I hate it. I'm going to key your be car. would be a hot commodity, then. <laughs> yeah, right. Th- I was, like, secret. Like, all the volleyball players would always, like, come up to me and be like, you know, I've never been with a girl, but, like, I was gonna. <laughs> and I'd always yeah. be like, dope, let's go. <laughs> Meet you behind the bleachers in 10. <laughs> I'll help you out. <laughs> High school experience sounds a lot better than mine. It really wasn't. It was bad. It was bad the whole time. <laughs> it was just sexual. <laughs> um, oh, so I'm excited to have you on the podcast. And I'm curious, how do you feel about horror as a genre overall? Okay, so in general, I really don't like horror films because I think I have too much PTSD for most of them. Like, I see them and I'm like, oh my god, do you hear that music? <laughs> I gotta get like a... Um, but uh, I really like when I was when I was like a, a like a teen. I was really into like B horror. Mm-hmm. So like I was like into like you know if you've ever seen like trauma films oh, yeah. and like oh, God, and like yeah. yeah like so I was like so I really like I really like a campy like hilarious horror film mm-hmm. um, or just like a thoughtful horror film. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What's your favorite trauma? Trauma. Um, I like Tromeo and Juliet just oh, because me too. It's, yeah, it's, it's like so sweet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very <laughs> accessible. <Yeah. that. laughs> um, uh, yeah, like a, so I like that kind of stuff. But like real horror films, I don't know. I like get really scared. Mm. What about you? Oh, I love love horror. Well, obviously, yeah. what's your favorite though? Uh, favorite of all time. So, so I have three different ones. So, like, of all time is Night of the Living Dead, original George Romero, because he's such a sweetie. I love him. He's a sweetie. And what I love about Romero is, like, his films are never just about zombies. You know, it's always something else. And then current, like, current contemporary horror is your next, because I love, I love the... Uh, what is that? I've never seen oh, it. Oh, it's great. 
Um, it's a home invasion film, and it also has just a smattering of class war in it, which is fun. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give it away, though, but you should see it. Is it like the... the um, uh, uh, have you ever seen... No, this is, that's wrong. There's no way that it's like that. I was going to say, have you ever seen those like really terrible ones that are like, on one day a year, everybody gets to do whatever Oh, the purge? <laughs> <laughs> those are like the dumbest... <laughs> I've, I've watched trailers for those like so many times just because like I don't know they're so funny to me like that's like the funniest thing in the world and it's always like it's just what would these this gaggle of suburban white kids do yeah. on the one day of surprise the year? horrible shit yeah <laughs> and it's like they already do that like suburban, what is that? suburban white boys do horrible yeah shit yeah all the time. and they get away with it like all the time <laughs> it's like the dumbest premise for a movie ever um. I, did you see Get Out? Not that it's yes. a horror movie, but I really loved Get Out. I did too. I thought it was really well done. Um, I was excited to see all the awards it got, and I was really I don't like award shows, so I like hate them. Yeah. Golden Globes didn't even okay. okay. So like, critics hate horror. There isn't even a category for it right. in most of these award shows. So that the Golden Globes had to nominate Get Out as a comedy. And, like, that just... That's crazy. Yeah, it irritated me from the beginning. Because it's yeah. like, your award show is stupid and outdated, and it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. I forget who said it, but it was some, like, film executive. And the quote is, I got directors and actors to stop worrying about payment and production times by draping medals on them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, take your show and shove it up your ass, Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I feel like what, um, yeah, the, what I used to always think was that if you got like a Golden Globe or a, an Oscar, the reason that you cared about it was it, because it meant that you get more money the next, the next, um, thing that you do. Like I thought it like upped your value. Like if you, it's kind of like redoing a condo. Probably. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're just like, oh, I'm worth like more because I have marble countertops mm-hmm. or mm. whatever. I, I imagine that would go far on a resume. Yeah. Like I got to. I mean, would I turn down one of these awards? No, of course not. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, the, but that's what I thought the, the only value was. But it turns out, no, it's just that they liked when everybody's like, we like you. <laughs> fucking ridiculous stars they're just like us (laughs) (laughs) they smoke like us they drink coffee like us they want to be liked they're insecure as fuck like us Mm -hmm. um okay wait so okay so rosemary's baby okay okay first what's the first horror movie you remember seeing oh sorry that i tried to like do do that um (laughs) sleepaway camp oh okay how do you feel about that it's was now looking back i'm like okay so at the time it was crazy because you realize that the little boy is a little girl right am i thinking no, of the, the wrong little girl is a little boy. the little girl is a little boy yeah right and there was like something like very unsettling about that and it was like oh no and i remember i was like at a sleepover and we were all like creeped out but mm-hmm. then i couldn't figure out why 
and like you know what I mean like yeah, I was it's just like, it's like implied on yeah. you that it's supposed to be bad right but in actuality now through a, a lens of being more adult you're yeah like, I'm like oh, oh. <laughs> like that's fine <laughs> there's yeah. like nothing wrong with it at all yeah. really yeah and uh yeah my roommate actually Emma Johnson who's a fantastic horror author on her own right oh. she just wrote a great article called uh, it's time to examine transphobia and horror yeah and, and kind of talks about that like just yeah. because a character is trans does not mean inherently that they are like, a murderer uh, like, you know, <laughs> yes like. yes that's a, yeah it's funny that you asked about that because like I thought about that literally like a couple weeks ago and mm-hmm. I was like that is bananas yeah and it's interesting so much too with like re-examining a lot of these movies that I loved as a teenager now re-watching them for the podcast I'll be like Ooh. Yeah, like, like ooh. Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Problematic <laughs> themes in this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially like Pet Cemetery and like the Native American mysticism. Sure. Like, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when the movie industry is just taken over by like a bunch of like you know dudes, like yeah. white white dudes. <laughs> What's oh. scary to straight white men? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, I mean, it's just like who's who's like has the most privilege and power right now. I'm gonna like tell you everything, every story from my perspective, mm-hmm. like the whole thing. So it's just like all the other. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, for us to talk about today, Carly chose Rosemary's Baby. Uh, This is a late 60s film by Roman Polanski, and it's the story of newlyweds Rosemary and Guy who are going to move into their dream apartment and have their first child, or so they think. And uh, as you know at Bloody Mary, we go on full-on spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, what the hell are you doing with your life? Uh, Go watch it right now. Yes. But ultimately, Rosemary's baby is the son of satan (laughs) and they got some really nosy fucking neighbors so this movie honestly if you're like oh what did you take from the movie Mm -hmm. i just have been thinking about how much i just in general hate the idea of neighbors i don't (laughs) like neighbors i don't like knowing i have neighbors i really like a lot of blinds i like a good blind (laughs) i like a good i like a good like covering on the window i like a lot of stuff in front of my windows I like I like sunlight and, and plants and stuff, but like, who needs it? You know yeah, what I mean. You don't need an adjoined closet with your neighbor's apartment. I do not need that. <laughs> I do not need that. <clears throat> yeah, I am also a type of person that if I hear a neighbor leaving, I will wait until they leave. Oh to go yeah, out into the hallway. <laughs> there is no way we're having like an interaction. Get the fuck out of here! Are you kidding? Gross. Yeah, that's not happening. So, what made you pick Rosemary's Baby? Um, it was like one that I just remembered being like, okay, I remember not being, (laughs) I remember not being like horrified by it, Mm -hmm. but like really enjoying the film Mm -hmm. and at the end. And I just like, I kind of like all the stuff is, is like accessible to me because I grew up with like a mom who thought she was a witch and like all the stuff. So in that way, it's all just very like, um, it. I'm like, I get it. And then also horrible, like horrifying, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's because it relates to me. It's, <laughs> That's what yeah. I it. it's a great pick. And honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet. So when you suggested it, I was really happy. Because it, it doesn't feel like a traditional horror film in the sense that it is playful and fun and very funny in so some So funny. Also, yeah, that was another thing that I was like into because – 
it's like so funny i love the neighbor the um the woman oh yeah Minnie Cassavetes. yeah yeah Minnie. she's got like that little little voice and she's always like rosemary <laughs> like <laughs> i love her <laughs> i love when we first meet her too we see her or maybe it's not the first but like we see her through the peephole. Yeah. And yeah. it's just this big hair, wild makeup with the bandana, like very sixties. Like she looks very hip. Oh, for she's the like time. yeah, she's like a hot, like older lady. Yeah. And then she just comes in and like starts pushing around and looking at this and looking at that and what did you do with this? Oh, I'm gonna see the room because I used to know the woman who lived here and let me read your mail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. She actually, she reminded me of my own grandmother, uh, Grandma Bernie Lighty. I don't, I don't think she's a listener, but maybe if you're out there, hi, Grandma. Uh, but she would always, like, if I brought a friend over, she'd be like, okay, what's your last name? What's your mom's name? Is she related to this part of the family? Do you know them? They own this business. And just, like, <laughs> talk to them for a really long time. She'd do, she'd do, uh, she'd do uh, Grandma Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like. It's like they get to the bottom of it through like a bunch of innocuous seeming questions, but really they just like get profiled you. They do. And I was always like shocked at how many people my grandmother knew. Oh, yeah. She was the whole goddamn town. Just remembers everybody. And it's like, how do you do that? Like, I can't remember anything. And you like, you know, in a litany, you know, like the whole Every person you've ever met, you know them and all about their family. And their cousins. And their cousins, <laughs> like all of them. It's crazy. So there's a lot of themes in Rosemary's Baby, but I have to say like the one that jumped out most to me is that idea of women not having agency over their own bodies. Oh yeah, that's like the whole movie. Yes. Um, I love that it, in, in that regard, I really love like what happens to rosemary and i love i i just really love this movie i love um okay i love the idea that the whole time rosemary is in this world and she accepts the world for what it it like everybody is telling her that it is and then throughout it she has to like go from her gut to like know that anything is even wrong Mm -hmm. and she keeps pushing it down and she keeps pushing it away because everybody is telling her that that's like not what's happening Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's the narrative of every human woman that's like lived in yeah like in like the whole (laughs) world all the time Mm -hmm. like even from even when you're young just like or I was reading this amazing article the other day about um hymens and how there's like this weird in myth. hymen today yeah <laughs> in hymen today fascinating article really check it out um but um hymens are used all around the world as like this um idea of um purity so but a hymen is misunderstood all around the world too everybody thinks it's just this flap that you either break open and you bleed, or if you if it's been broken open, you won't bleed, and that's it. And it's not. It comes in a bunch of different shapes, and sometimes you don't even need to break it open because it's like a circle and there's a hole in it. It's hmm. just, a, yeah, and some people just need to stretch their hymen, or their hymen is really stretchy already and it because it's like a rubber band. So some people never need to like go through the pain of breaking a hymen because if their hymen just isn't shaped that way. And so in cultures all over the world, they repress women and um, and punish them for not having, like, the correct 
hymen thing happen on their wedding mm-hmm. night. Yeah, I remember like in second grade knowing about how the I think it was the Romans after like a royal wedding they would hold the bloody sheet up to the crowd yeah, and right. like just like being my little second grade self like that's normal yeah yeah like, totally like, like no right. what yeah right <laughs> and and some a lot of so a lot of times there's not even any blood it's like this whole dumb narrative that like um, the whole world just decided was true Mm -hmm. just not knowing about vaginas you never hear about that and like you don't hear about that in um in school nobody talks Mm -hmm. about how their different hymens are shaped differently they just talk about the hymen yeah if they they even get that detailed but it's this whole crazy thing where you're not allowed to know about your own body and you're not allowed to know it's just your own body is what the world is telling you that it is Mm -hmm. and then a lot of people have like endometriosis and they're not diagnosed because women just women are always you know, categorically um, dismissed their pain because mm-hmm. they everybody just thinks that they have you know a lower threshold for pain. Actually, I find women's threshold for pain is so high. It's really high. It's crazy high. And also, like if you like look through, there's like research to prove that it's actually like higher in some regards than men's in like some like areas or mm-hmm. whatever. Because um, it has to be because we give birth. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So I thought that this was a great, it was just like a good um, whole picture of that through one like story. You know what I mean? It was. And I feel like it was really represented really well in the scene where Rosemary decides to have a party with their young friends. Yeah. And then she's alone in the kitchen with a a bunch of women her own age and she just starts crying about and like opening up to them and telling them honestly like I'm in so much pain. And then there's, like, this communal spirit of, like, we believe you. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. And I feel like that's what happens a lot of times when, you know, like, we both come from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, we were in this one world and then we came to this city and there's, like, this other world where all these, like, women are, like, supportive and knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know about, like, pussies and it's dope. And everybody's, like, talking about their pussy, like, constantly. He's, like, shut up about your pussy. But, like, I fucking love it. And, like, I don't want to be anywhere else, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to yeah. be around anybody who doesn't talk about their pussy constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, like, this, I was really excited to talk about this movie also at this point in my life because uh, with the arthritis, which is why I needed my hip replacement surgery, like, I had always experienced, I just started to live with pain, you know, and think that it would be a constant. And, like, I think there's one scene in the movie where Rosemary's like, pain be gone, I'll have no more of you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I relate to that so hard. (laughs) Yeah. Just mine never matter and you're gonna get through it. Yeah. uh, All of those things. Or when she wants to go see like the doctor that she wants to go see. Yeah, Dr. Hill. Yeah. And she's like, I want to go see, I need to see Dr. Hill. Mm -hmm. And they just won't let her. I was like, yeah, that's like every... That's, like, every woman that I know, because I used to do doula work, and, like, that's, like, every woman that I know who, like, hasn't had a doula and gone to, like, a bad hospital. Yeah, and there were so many instances of, like, people showing that they wanted to, like, be perceived as knowing more than Rosemary, like, especially... Um, the older tenants of the building, particularly Minnie and Roman, like with the tannis root they gave her. The tannis root, the stinky tannis. Yeah. And, okay. And then also like the herb shakes that were gross. Yes. And she didn't want to take them. What 
do you think is up with the tannis root? Um, the tannis root, so it's like getting used to the smell, which I think is like a, um, I don't know, I, I, I just felt like it was, it was another like way to, um, subdue, subdue her. Do you mean like really like in like the... Um, do you mean, like, what is literally happening to her, like, in the scope of the story? Like, what do you think that the Tannis root does to her, like, yeah. in the story? Yeah, I guess. Oh, I think it probably, I wonder, I wonder if it made her more fertile. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I also think it just, like, they said that it stunk, so I wonder if they just, she's an attractive woman, if they just didn't want people talking to her. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. They're like, you smell. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stinky. Yeah. No, but they put it on that, the other lady, too. Mm-hmm. Terry. The, Terry, the first one. The, who committed suicide, and Minnie said she was just terribly depressed every three weeks, which to me made me laugh so hard. Like, yeah. You mean her period, Minnie? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> she's sad because she of was, her period? terribly depressed every three weeks because she wasn't pregnant is what i thought oh maybe yeah because they were trying to get her pregnant to like because the devil wouldn't fuck her (laughs) okay that was another thing (laughs) okay yeah let's get into it okay yes so rosemary is one hot piece of ass very fuckable by the devil or whatever so she so every so, so so the people so she goes into this building, and then they're in the building, and then the 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 husband gets all buddy buddy with all the the people, and he stops believing her. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets the haircut, yeah. Wait, wait. Did she get did she get sexed on before the haircut or after? Um, I think she gets she gets the haircut after yeah okay yeah. so first she gets raped by everybody yeah and it's crazy drugged too. and then raped drugged and then raped and it's crazy because there's that part where she like is getting raped by everyone which that scene is so funny because i'm like oh it's like really intense but also like hilarious <laughs> like there's yeah. it's like the way that they filmed it really de-escalated how you feel about it as a viewer yes because she is like drugged and it's a dreamlike state so there are these flashes of scary but then there's also we're on a boat as a captain and yeah yeah and she's like narrating it to be fine the whole time Mm -hmm. and then even when she i don't know if this speaks to like (laughs) mia's acting in this one moment or like whatever but like she goes this isn't a dream and it's just hilarious like she it's not done in a way that is like horrifying it's kind Mm -hmm. of done in like a way where i'm just like Okay. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is real. Yeah. This isn't this is, a dream at all. Yeah. 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 Rosemary to me is uh, like, I know what they're going for, but she's so innocent and so sweet that yeah. it's just a little gross. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting. And I know they want a juxtaposition of like, they want you to be horrified by it because, but like to me, she almost comes off as childlike. She comes off as very childlike Which to me. Which is yeah. uh, a little but, more disturbing. Yeah, and like even even the act of cutting her hair when mm-hmm. she did it, I thought that this was really interesting. And this is what struck me this time that I do not remember from last time, was when she cut her hair and her husband was like so grossed out by it. Uh-huh. And he was like, it's the biggest mistake you've ever made. Yeah. And he like is so mean to her about it. and the, And she just 
brushes it off as like totally fine. Yeah. And uh and everybody who like everybody who comments on her hair hates it and she just like is just like the whole time like it's very in. Mm-hmm. And she just has no emotion to that. And it's, mm-hmm. like, her one, like, taking back, like, her body moment or yes. whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also this weird, like, child, like, rebellion. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, like, I like it. And, like, it's done. So it That was the moment I was like, oh, this is, like, the creepiest thing yeah. in the world. So also, speaking of Rosemary not being upset at her husband when she should be, uh, there's the after the after Satan and that group rapes her. Yes. She tells him, "I dreamt someone was raping and me." And he was like, "Oh, it was me." And he says, "Thanks a lot." Um, <sighs> yeah. And then she goes, "I'm." And then she like has that whole okay. That moment actually really kind of like messed with me. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is like a very this is a rough moment." Was the when she woke up and she was like, "I dreamt that Satan like raped me," and then he was like. Yeah, like, thanks a lot. And then he was just like, he was like, well, you passed out early. And she was like, but you did it anyway? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, babe. babe. And then she just like, and then he gets up and walks away. And it's just like her bare shoulders and her just like looking kind of to the side. And it takes her like a whole scene to sort of get over it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like right now what's happening with this whole like, <laughs> this whole like un- um, unearthing of all this like sex stuff that's happening the the Nassers of the world and like and like Weinstein stuff mm-hmm. what's crazy is that like you just see it happen so much in man culture and like with men and like it just seems like there's this odd difference of I don't understand it really either. I don't I, understand how it's not seen as harm. And I yeah, and I don't understand like how somebody who I just don't understand the I, I the idea of doing something to someone when they don't want me to seems horrifying to me. Like yeah. if somebody was like a not into the thing that I was doing, I'd be like, "Ugh, this is horrible." <laughs> I'd be yeah. so upset, you know what I mean? The fact that that just doesn't ever happen or I mean it does with some dudes, but like the fact that that's like a cultural acceptance that like dudes really got to restrain themselves. You know what I mean? Because they just like to do stuff to people when they don't want it. <laughs> it's like crazy. I just feel like that's crazy. Men I've been are thinking. Garbage. I've just been thinking about that like for like a while, and I'm like, it's bananas. Because like if somebody was like, "Ew, I don't like this," I'd feel bad. Yeah. It's crazy that they don't feel bad. Yeah. Like I've even like when making out with people, I can tell like maybe they're not into it, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'll stop," you yeah. know, because they don't want to kiss right now. Yeah, right. It's just like a regular thing that yeah. you do. It's like I was taught that, or have to like restrain myself, or not, or want, or not want it. It's mm-hmm. just like a thing that like obviously is so obvious to me. But anyway, so that didn't happen in Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. So he is just like, yeah, babe, I'm sorry I raped you, but, like, Jesus, you know? Like, you're ovulating. And she, (laughs) and that was another thing, too. He was like, you're ovulating. And she was like, yeah, I'm also ovulating tonight, dickhead. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And just, like, walks away. I'm an actor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's a failing actor. That's another thing where I'm like, okay, he's, like, a failing actor. And there's that whole thing where, um... There's that whole thing where, like, you know, she's, like, a woman, so she's not allowed to work or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you guys trying to, like, get pregnant? Yes. 
like with if you're not gonna work and your husband's fucking doing a commercial every four months like how do you think you're gonna like help this baby and how do you afford to live in new york yeah and how do you afford that huge house in fucking new york yes yes i was totally thinking about the whole time also i really liked the camera the camera stuff like i don't know i just felt um i feel like all of the it was really cool the way that some of the shots were laid out where you felt like you were kind of looking at um like sometimes it's like it was like it just felt like uh it was pulled far enough away where you were just kind of like not part of it not part you know how like sometimes you're part of the conversation that's happening it never felt like that like you're always an observer. Um, yeah, you're always kind of watching what's happening to this poor woman. Yeah. And I guess then as the viewer that you identify more with her because you're her you're like an anchor to her. Right. Because you you're like telling her, like, this is fucked up. You are right. Right. Yeah. And actually I guess that is different from the book. And that was a I was reading an article <laughs> that was a, a choice Polanski made to like keep the film always making Rosemary feel like she was going insane. Which I have to say, like, I can identify with that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People tell you, like, that you're not experiencing all the things that you're experiencing just mm-hmm. because you're a woman all the time. Yeah. It's this weird body thing. Nothing's as big a deal as you think it is. You're being too sensitive. Why can't you take a joke? Why can't you take a joke? Oh, it's crazy that you feel, like, unsafe. Also, just pain. The, like, the, the whole pain mm-hmm. thing again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, uh, that's just regular uh, pregnancy pain. You yeah. know, the pregnancy pain. Where you're, like, in pain <laughs> the whole pregnancy. That's like that. It's normal. Yeah. I read about it in Dr. Spock. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Guy, because I feel like his relationship with the older tenants is really symbolic of, like, when you have a partner and then they start to change. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, maybe it's motivated by career or jealousy or something, but, like, Guy making this alliance to, uh, like, sacrifice Rosemary's baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like have this satanic child I think it's to better his actor career right you know and I would just be so pissed if I like married this wonderful actor and we have this sweet New York apartment and then all he wants to do is hang out with elderly people oh yeah it's crazy (laughs) it's bananas and she's just like this sucks honey and he's like no this is dope (laughs) <laughs> eat some pudding like what the fuck is happening i don't want to eat pudding. yeah she's like i don't want to eat pudding and he's like listen if you like we're just gonna the crazy thing about that too is like at some point he and the neighbors had like a little meeting and they were like look mm-hmm. we're gonna rape your fucking wife okay that you like a lot but here's the thing we're gonna get her pregnant and you just have to give the baby to us and then you can get more commercials. And he was <laughs> like, and he was like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I do wonder how they brought that up to him. <laughs> totally. Like, they were just like, okay, I see that you love pudding. And I really <laughs> want you to like come over. And look, we, and, and <laughs> the old lady was like, honey, blah, 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 blah. Pudding. And then, and then they, yeah, they were just like laid it out. And they were like, it's going to be a crazy looking baby. You're not going to want it anyway. Honestly, just let us have this one. And then you can fucking, any commercial. What do you like, Hondas? Honestly, <laughs> anything you want. What do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. 
Yeah. I hope it was worth it, guy. Yeah, it is like that, though. Like, if you've ever been, like, in a long-term relationship and you're used... You know, I mean, inevitably, everybody changes. It's just, like, whether or not you're willing to change with the person. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, that's a funny moment when all of a sudden you're, like, hanging out and you're, like... Like, everything that has been that has been changing just dawns on you, just, like, mm-hmm. right away. Yes. Like, oh, that's this these little things that have been happening are, it, that's it. You're done. You're different now. Mm-hmm. So, she has the baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. She has the baby. They take it away from her so that she won't see it. Well, they tell her it died. They tell her it died, and then yeah. she's like, no way it didn't die. She goes and she looks at the baby it is an ugly fucking baby. Mm-hmm. It looks bad. And she's like, oh my god, that looks like the devil. And she's horrified for one second. And then she's like, you know what? I might as well start breastfeeding. <laughs> I felt like that was a pretty ridiculous <laughs> moment. And then fade to black. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if you can't beat him, join him, right? Yeah, like- that was like an insane... Because I was like, that's for sure, like... Uh, what a lot of women do to like get through being a woman in mm-hmm. like in society yeah because i think rosemary is like her story is symbolic of social change in society mm-hmm. especially like when you have it positions next to all these old people that are constantly fighting her i feel like that representation comes out very thick um and then in the end you know where she's kind of like ah fuck it (laughs) yeah she just like puts her tit in the devil's mouth and that's it and we're done it's kind of like realizing like she has more power invested if she cooperates with these people than if she were like to try and run away which is crazy because that's not true you know what i mean although like although yeah that's true because um they kill her friend mm-hmm. like Hutch. with with witchery or whatever mm-hmm. all of them witches all of them witches mm-hmm. um but the party scene that is actually my favorite part because uh, it's just like she figures out that she can go into their apartment through the closet and then she just like kind of saunters in with this huge ass knife Right. And all the old people are just kind of looking at her yes. a little bit. I kind of forgot about <laughs> like, that. Yes. And it's just like this excellent display of like tension and like, it feels very real life. Like, yes. What would you do if this tiny teeny lady wandered in with a huge knife? Right. And, like you all collectively know you just fucked her. Like, right. Um, and metaphorically the, and physically. I and, guess. They, and they like don't really stop right away. There's like mm-hmm. a little bit of chattering the whole time. Yeah, it goes on really long, and then one woman starts screaming. And right. And they're like, oh, okay. Yes, that, that scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. That was really good, just like <laughs> for the sheer length of it. I remember like I was sitting there and I was like, holy shit, they're just like still drinking tea? She's <laughs> 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 gotten like past like the first ottoman like what's yeah. happening there was so many weird things about this scene also because like oh hey your baby's dead don't worry about it me your husband i'm just gonna go next door but you <laughs> yes stay here <laughs> yeah so she's like she's like i love that pudding i have to i i'll be right back <laughs> very, <laughs> need... very kind and caring yeah uh so then she goes over there with the knife and after like she somehow drops the knife and gives in but Minnie comes over and like takes the knife out of the floor and like wipes oh, the wipes floor. Oh, wipes the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. 
Yes. It was such a great portrayal of like, yeah, we're Satanists, but we're not crazy. Yeah. Like, we care about we're not wood floors. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally right. Yeah, I feel like that was like the whole I don't know. Um that that whole scene was I think the like a great a great culmination of like what I feel like is terrifying about like wasp culture. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like like where it's just like no one's like no one's addressing yeah. <laughs> the yeah. the lady with a knife in the room. <laughs> Everybody's just like still drinking their tea. There's the there's a devil baby just like in the corner. Like <laughs> everybody's just like doing crumpets or whatever and you're like like you're just like fucking in there and then they're like like trying to fucking smooth over like little bumps in the floor like get out of here that's <laughs> insane that's like what most of our you know that's all of the republican party right now is just like yeah. devil baby <laughs> fucking deniers or whatever i also really love them you have all these really old people in beautiful nice outfits saying hail satan yeah <laughs> yeah like, i just hope i'm that cool when i'm that <laughs> I old know. you know i know and they all had like a fuck party like <laughs> honestly they were pretty cool neighbors <laughs> mm-hmm. like if they had just been i don't know less into fucking with other people like if they, mm-hmm. they was contained and yeah. they just like were into it yeah swingers more swingers, swingers than yeah rapists yeah, yeah more swingers than rapists that's yeah. right that's right i don't know uh, i'd say my other favorite part of this film is uh rosemary is eating raw liver yeah and then she sees her reflection in the toaster and is like oh no and stops eat. i just have to say like uh, every time the day before my period, I feel exactly like that. Yes, that is right. <laughs> I always want like a raw piece of meat. I, I never, I, 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 I am a monster. Mm-hmm. I feel you, Rosemary. Yeah, that, yeah. But yeah, she did look so gaunt and sickly. I know. When they painted her, because I feel like part of the film, they kind of like made her um, like gray mm-hmm. when she was like, um, pregnant, mm-hmm. and she, which is so rare because you're supposed to be glowing and blah. right, 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 right. And they like made her gray, and they made her lose weight, and everybody mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, that's normal." And she was <laughs> like, "Everybody says it's normal." <laughs> it's like you have another human growing in your human body. What do you mean? I look great and I feel great. <laughs> I loved just the party. I loved the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Like Minnie's the best. Minnie is so way. funny. She's just like hilarious. Mm-hmm. Even when they're fucking, Minnie was like my favorite fucker because she was she was just like still chatting and she just like went <laughs> up. Uh, also, I didn't think that the devil baby was like very. I thought it was like very funny just because. I'm used to like horror from now, nowadays mm-hmm. horror. You just get such little flashes. Too. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like these little eyes, these mm-hmm. little eyeballs. It just struck me as like kind of humorous. I feel like just the the scenes that we were talking about with like the the raping and the and like the dude and just like her back to the camera and like looking to the side. Like I feel like I've had that moment where I'm just like I can't believe you just. It's can't be real. Yeah, like, you just, like, did that, and then everything is supposed to be, like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, what the, what is, 
all right, I guess okay, I guess I'll have eggs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's easier to just eat the eggs. Right, right, right. Oh, this was another thing that I, that I, um, I'm sorry if this is all over the place. You guys have been up since five. Um, I was thinking about this the whole time, too. So you know how right now they're like that big, like, like I'm a fucking witch, like witch culture. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like a witch. Yes. Um, so my mom. Oh, yeah, let's get into that. Yeah, yeah. So my mom would do like spells all the time. Like, she thought she was a witch. Like, I knew how to read tarot cards when I was very young. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would do that. And then when she would go to AA, she'd, like, like, always find Jesus. And then we'd have to, like, go to, like, Sunday school. But, like, in between Boring. that. Yes. <laughs> but in between that, it was just, like, all crystals. We'd go to, like, crystal conventions. It was all, like, witch stuff. And, like, my mom's from Florence. So, like, some of her witch culture came for sure from, like, you know. Um, so, like, Italians, you know, there's a lot of Italian mysticism. Like, there's a lot of Italian mysticism, even in Catholicism. Like, even my grandma would just do, like, real witchy things all around. But my mom, like, took it to an insane, like, extreme level. Like, she Mm -hmm. would do... A a couple times she thought, like, that a ghost gave her, like, an abortion or something. I don't know. But, like, she's, like... Yeah, that's a friendly ghost. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Can I save you $500? (laughs) Um... But, like, weird stuff would happen in the... But she would do, like, crazy spells. Like, the last story that I actually told at Ladylike was about... Um, I remember this the other day, and I think it was right after I saw Rosemary's Baby. My mom put, mens- like, her menstrual blood in muffins and oh. had me oh. deliver the, <laughs> the muffins to, like, this dude that she wanted to, like, have make fall in love with her. This, like, guy that she was dating at the time. And I was just like, what? And then I did it anyway. Because I, sh- <laughs> I was a shitty teenager. And like just was like, whatever, I'll just drop him off and then take the car. And I did it. And just like before I could say anything, he just like started popping him in his mouth. And I was like, no. <laughs> I, we've all made mistakes. <laughs> There's so many mistakes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So like I just get so like, I get so like, Everybody's like, I'm a witch, and I'm, and I'm like, you're not a fucking witch. Have also, you made period. Yeah. <laughs> no, I bet you have. Yeah. But also, like, I'm just like, a lot of that also is just like you feeling like you don't have any power in the world, and mm. then trying to take the power back, yeah. and like it's not what you think it is, and it can make your your brain do weird things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Wow. I get like real like, Ugh. but I thought that was like a fun part of like the Rosemary's Baby thing, where like. They're just like a bunch of old, old ass witches just mm-hmm. doing all this weird period muffin shit. And like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, I get it. <laughs> Can't wait to start a coven with you. <laughs> yeah, I know all the, I know all the tricks. Oh, and they don't work, by the way. He fucking did not Aww. buy it. Yeah, he did not. He was not buying what she was selling. Did, he, he ate those he muffins. They tasted. No, I'm sure she didn't like. And you're like, wow, they taste metallic. I, I feel like, I mean, probably there's not, I don't know how much period blood she put in it, but I'm guessing it wasn't like a like whole, bu- it wasn't like a cup of blood or anything, I'm sure. Yeah. Like maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's happening there? But anyway, it wasn't enough because he did not fucking, he dumped her like a week later. Aww. Man, I don't think I've ever had a partner bake me muffins. I mean... It, does it sound that great? I don't know. I mean, if they weren't periody, you know, <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like no one's ever baked me muffins either, but. No. 
I don't really eat muffins. I, I used to date a cook, and he would he would make me stuff all the time, and that was fun. Mm. Yeah, like stuff that I could eat, and he liked the challenge of it because mm-hmm. I'm allergic to everything. Oh, that's right. I yeah. remember now. Yeah. Which is why we dined exclusively at grocery stores while on tour. Well, that and everyone in Detroit was always at the same restaurant as us. Oh, yeah. We tried to go, and then that one time when we went, we finally, we finally, okay, we just have been trying, <laughs> Kristen's whole fucking goal the entire time <laughs> that we were going was brunch. Like, I've never seen anybody. I've got big white lady eat, dreams. Like, I've never seen a white lady this intense about brunch, and that is saying a lot. And holy shit, did we want brunch. So, we went to like 15, I'm not, I'm, we went to like 15 places. <laughs> and we went to two. We went to like five. And, uh, it <laughs> was just like a lot. And, and then finally, finally, we got all the way done with waiting for this one. And we had been there for like a billion years. There was like a kid running around. And it was like, we were hungover and yeah, shit. Yeah, and his super like lenient mom. And like we had to go like wait in like a separate room for a while. And finally they come in and then we sit at a table. I look at the menu and it's all fucking like sliders <laughs> that are just like built to kill me. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like shit that like it's, I was like reading in the menu and I was like, oh my god, if I eat any of these things, my butt is gonna fall <laughs> out of my pants, and we'll have to like leave right now. Any uh, final thoughts on Rosemary's Baby? Um, no, I think <laughs> I'm done. I- <laughs> I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Women have it rough. We gotta stop trying to breastfeed the devil. Just fucking get out of there. The devil's always at your teat. Yeah, the devil's always at your tit. There's always gonna be some old waspy assholes fucking trying to beat you down and trying to make you seem like you're crazy, but you're not. And and, and it is the devil. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to breastfeed that shit. And bring your knife to the party. Bring your knife to the party. <laughs> Always bring your knife to the party. Well, Carly, it's been great having you. Yeah. Carly, what would you like people to know about? Um, I, Plugs. Oh. <laughs> Showbiz. You know, you know networking. You know what I did? Um, I am going to be a contributing writer to Cards Against Humanity. <gasps> that's so cool. Yeah. So, that's a new thing. Um, and then... I have a website, and maybe it'll be better by the time this comes out. Go to carlyballerini.com, and I'm doing a lot of stuff, but I don't remember any of it. And you know what? That's fine, because who gives a shit? Um, I'm... We give a shit, Carly. We love you. Okay, good. Your and website then... will be in the <laughs> And then, yeah, <laughs> you can, and then if you if you like me, friend me on Facebook, because really I don't do anything else. Friend <laughs> <laughs> me on Facebook. We'll go out to lunch. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's been Carly Ballerini. I've been Kristen Lighty, and this has been Bloody Mary. Have a good night. Good night.